When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Oh, butt cheeks. Nice. Cavino and Rich. Best of the week. Yesterday, Drew Mack hit up Cavino and I and asked whether or not we think his kids would like Joshua Tree State Park if him and his wife took a little adventure. And Cavino and I gave completely separate answers because in my mind, he has, what, an 8-year-old and an 11-year-old boy? I'm thinking, we don't want to be in a desert, like in a rental house, surrounded climbing, by cool-looking cacti. Uh, climbing rocks and shit? That's fun for kids, man. I mean, didn't ask me. I don't know, because maybe... I don't know. I don't know. Things. If he fucking talks to me uh, at, at length about fucking grills stuff, but I don't get a text about Joshua Tree State Park. We love Joshua Tree State Park. Yeah, yeah I, think it's I love it as an kids. adult because as an adult, you know what you could do? You could sit by your rental house pool, have some drinks, maybe go for a nice little hike, go out for a nice dinner. I'm saying when you got kids, when I was a kid, for me, it was all about theme parks and ball games and little adventures like that. A, a pool, a beach. If you told me as a kid, we're going to go like to a state park to look at Cacti, I, I would have been like, what? I mean, yeah, if you present it that way, bro. Yeah, that's, it sounds whack. That's what you think you yeah. are, That's all you do in a, like, in a state park? My kid enjoyed it. She's little, and she's high maintenance and annoying sometimes. And she was climbing rocks and shit, and she likes to go and stars and nature and hikes and walks. And, of course, you go on nice little dinners, and there's a pool there. Kids will have fun with that, man. Oh, yeah, need no, said, make, sure, make sure whatever Airbnb you get has a nice pool because, dude, if you have an 8-year-old and an 11-year-old, like I'm, I think that's Drew Max kids ages if they are the type that need to be entertained they're boys that are going to climb and ruckus i know the age of his uh, his green egg i don't know the age of his kids yeah he talks talks more about his green egg rich needs the great space coaster or else he's bored you know if it's not yeah that's in your face entertaining he's tuned out um it's a stars cactus this is boring yeah it's a good like nature area um beautiful I mean, it wouldn't be the, if in the hierarchy of national parks, it wouldn't be top of my list. No, but it's cool. It's like going back in time on a throwback Thursday. Yeah, it really is. When you drive it, even driving into town and you see, you start to see the Joshua trees, which are essentially, which are cacti, but they're, they call them Joshua trees. Yeah, no, you they're cool looking. See them, you start to see them popping up everywhere, and then you see them for miles, and then you go in the park. It really is like a prehistoric kind of. If you feel. use your imagination like a child, right? Then Unless you, you need the Great Space Coaster, like, like Rich, if you need the the Tilt a Whirl on constant, like Rich, if you need to be on the Roundup Gravitron all the time, let me tell you, you could imagine dinosaurs coming yeah. out from behind that prehistoric Flintstone and, and looking then, place. When you're done doing that for 20 seconds, then you realize uh, I'm an eight year old stuck in a desert. Uh, uh, listen, you and I just had different opinions. I just thought it was it funny because just to you, and I, you and I. Because go, Drew Mac was like, my kids would love that shit. Yeah, you climb rocks. You go. There's like little caves inside the rock. Like, like just, you have fun climbing. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah like, like just be kids and run around and yeah, shit. Yeah, climbing and then in the rich, desert when think, it's 100 degrees. I think there's a place in between both of you because I think both options are great. You spend a little time at the pool one day. Yes. You get a good Airbnb. There's a lot of good Airbnbs in Joshua Tree. A lot of people will buy houses. There's that also are lots of sand dunes. Shacks. Like cool things to do. People buy shacks, fix them up, make them sassy, and then they charge a lot of money for them. So there's a lot of those. Um, and then you go in the park. There's not far away. There's that Pioneer Town that we stayed by recently. Um, and I, I think... Pioneer Town? What? That's for old people. What? Are you going to go pay Dude, for gold? Right, you know this what? Forget it. Honestly, it's, it's, uh, you have zero. Sometimes you need, you have zero. It's like to climb like and memory. get dirty and shit. You have it's zero like, memory of what you wanted when you were a little. I don't have boy. any memory. I remember getting a bath in my, in my sink. I don't oh, have any then, memory. Then, then I listen to what I'm bored. saying. My parent, my family would take me to places that were supposed to be entertaining to me that I didn't like, like the Renaissance fair. You know, I mentioned the caverns. I remember liking it, not loving it. 
but it's still stuff you could do Dude, as a family. My family, kids will have my fun. family, my family went off our usual track one time. We would go to like Six Flags, Sesame Place, Dorney Park, like the, the theme, Hershey Park, the theme parks on the East Coast, or we'd go to like the beaches or pools or like adventure places. Now, Adventureland. One time. We went to Indian Echo Caverns. That's and I remember cool. being like, what the fuck are we looking at? Where uh, No kid likes that. It, you know That's what it's cool. like? It's no, like documentaries. You, you, you like ate, it as an adult. No. As a kid, you're like, no thanks. You ate paint chips as a kid. You're like a hyperactive ninny, you know, and, and that's what your family did. All your family did was go to like little theme parks. So you needed that stimulation. I don't think Drew Mac, and Drew Mac proved it. I mean, the answer was in his answer. Yeah, my kids would probably love running around and climbing that shit. It's fun. It just depends. If they have a pool, and by the way, that's where I mentioned how Caverns in Wildwood City. I mentioned all those little places, all those little things that you would do as a kid growing up. Rich said he went to those places and was bored out of his mind. Yeah, Rich, you, you, you have a very singular focus. You want adventure and action all the time. I think kids enjoy the ups and downs. Like they're like camping. Uh, like there's people. Like were you, were you ever a camper? You ever see a like gunshot camper, at the OK Corral, bro? Camp, Wildwood City camping is an experience, and it doesn't involve a lot of action and adventure. You're there just you go. out in the woods in a tent. I wish someone took me camping. Honestly, they could go. They could spend a day and camp inside the park. That would be cool. All right. Hey, listen. To each his I mean, own. With provolone. That's the. Yeah, that's yeah, the very according to Wally World's type of family. Is you he, know what I mean? Like, he's he's going in the summer. You said. Yeah. Oh yeah. Avoid the tent. It's going to be hot. But, it's going to be hot. Yeah, it's going to be hot. It gets that's, hot. That's, but, I, but I don't know. It's I'm just saying, like, to, to, to say that there's a clear answer, it is really a matter of to each his own with provolone, like your dad would say, Kavino, because for every kid that's like, yeah, they like adventure, like my kid is up saying, I have two boys, seven and 13. They'd last, like, hours in the park. Then they'd be on the rocks looking at their phones being like, when's the fun happening? You think that. Um, but I think... Drew Max kid who loves the, the kids love outdoor you don't, adventure you would not, like that sort of thing. You're not spending, yeah, it's a day all trip. day. You spend the day there. You go in for a few hours. You do a, you do like one hike. You explore it. You or you can drive around because there's different hikes within the park or different trailheads. You move around. You try out different things. You go see people rock climbing. Hey, that's cool. That's Valley, bro. You climb I'm in a little saying, cave. I'm just saying. And then you spot. go out. You have lunch. You I'm just saying, Spot, Kavino, what you're doing is you're neglecting to realize mm-hmm. what you appreciate as an adult versus as a kid. Like, as an adult, I love Joshua Tree. I think it's fun. We've gone there a few times together for Kavino's birthday, uh, for our buddy Mike's birthday recently. It's beautiful. It's nice. I just know that if I was a little kid, and we're getting feedback on both sides of this, if you're a little kid and you're planning a family vacation... There's a lot of people's yeah, kids that would be bored as fuck. You're also the little kid that said you hated going to see the Crystal Caverns and things like that. I, I got to admit, I didn't think it was the most fun thing, Rich but I enjoyed it. And I thought it was cool. Like looking back, I'm like, yeah, that was pretty cool. How Caverns, that's upstate. Yeah. You know, and like I said, Wild West City, Rich said he went to something like that Sable as a kid. Chasm. He thought it was the weakest shit ever. As a kid, I love that stuff. So we just differed on our opinions. To give it context... Our buddy Drew Mack reached out to us yesterday and he said, hey, do you think my boys would have a good time at Joshua Tree State Park in California? And, and, within, and within minutes, within minutes we, we had both answers. responded with contradicting answers. <laughs> I was like, absolutely. It'll be great. They'll be climbing. They'll be having fun. You know, it's an adventure. It's like an adventure. These kids are like, wow, man, this is cool. That's how I feel it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do say you, I wouldn't like recommend spending a week there. I mean, no, do you mean do you mean kids that you mean kids that are used to playing all types of sports and oh, hanging on the boat and the you. lake and like playing with their buddies yeah, and doing outdoorsy all that. kids would appreciate that. And let me tell you, we're, we're only talking about the daytime. The nighttime there is fucking incredible. Incredible. You drive in at night, you find a spot, you, you sit, you stare up at the stars. Dude, the, you see the Milky you are, Way. You're speaking, San Andreas fault. You know, check that out for a little bit. But you're, you're saying wonderfully accurate things for an adult. My, Everybody's a pee nep- if, I, if I told if I told my nephew who I keep forgetting how old he is, six, seven, one of those one of those ages. Um, if I said, "Hey, we're going into the park to look at stars," and he's on an astronomy kick, he would love it. Fucking love it. Yeah, right. kids like dinosaurs this. and shit. And you can imagine dinosaurs Dickie, living there. Dicky campfires, fishing. Yeah, yes. No campfire. No campfires allowed. Yeah, no have. fishing. You're in that, the desert. So that vibe. Take- there's water there though. There's you know they're not fishing. It's a state park. I mean, you could 
you can't fish there, but it's still like a sight to see. You know, that's so, right. There's people, people that are saying, holy shit. How caverns? I haven't heard that in thirty years, and I think I remember loving it. That's six oh seven. Yeah, even the thought of it now is like, yeah, it's really cool. You know, but, I get it. It's not the, the Six Flags Great Escape, Great yeah, Adventure. Well, for, it's not. Uh, you know, for for every person saying, "Yo, that sounds cool," we're getting feedback saying, "Yo, it sounds boring as shit to me as an eight year old." So hey, to each his own. But that's just the difference between Kavino and Rich, and that's the fun of it. We get a text message, and you and I responded. At the same exact time with contradicting answers. So that, I just thought that was funny. All right. So anyway, welcome to the show. Throwing it back on a Thursday. Family vacations. Rich was a, a Wally World sort of family. Oh. Um, My family Eric was like a up. go to the beach kind of family. My family wasn't an adventuring family either. Um, but, you know, that sounded cool to me. Eric and PA. I'm sorry. Eric in Atlanta hit us up with a good one. He goes, next thing Spot's going to say is, you know, smoke some weed, drink some wine, look at the stars. These are great things for adults, but I bet those kids will want to be on their tablet and be like, why are we walking through a desert in the heat? Well, maybe that's what they need then. Then you've raised your kids wrong. Maybe they need that then. Yeah, maybe they, uh, uh, sometimes you need that disconnection. You know where they can look at their tablets and their fucking phones? On the drive to the park. But you know who needs disconnection spot? Adults who stress out about work and life and everything. Kids don't stress like adults. Are you fucking uh, kidding me? Like, Kavino talks about his daughter and her the stress she's under all the time. Look at all the homework she's doing. She's fucking 10, 11 years old. They do get a lot of homework. They get a lot of I mean, homework. It's kind of weak, actually. That's not real stress. It's kind of weak. I mean, it is stress. Yeah, it is. It is but for I mean, a like, kid. I mean, stress is like... It's not stress to an bills, adult. Being an adult, doing everything like that. Like, stress as a kid is like... Stephanie in my favor. class made fun of me. Do me a favor. Never become a child psychologist. Yeah, I totally disagree with you. Like, never. I, I explained for an hour how it was stressing out... Like, you're stressing out my Rich. kid right now. Like, hey, is mom and dad going to be able to go to my fifth grade graduation? I hope dad and mom get along and, like, her new guy, like, you don't think that's stress for a kid? I hope when uh, Emmy comes home when she's 10 and someone, some other girl called her a ninny pants ninny and she's pants. fucking crying in her bed uh, all freaking out and doesn't want to go to school the next day, I hope you say, hey, uh, Emmy. Not real stress. That's not real stress. Get over it. <laughs> um, hey, Spot the genius, everybody. Everybody has different... Oh, that's right. I don't have kids, so I have no credibility whatsoever. Everybody has different life experience. As a kid, that would have sounded cool to me. Perhaps you're right. You know, there were times, like I said, I went to the Renaissance Fair. I thought that was the most boring shit in my life, but my family took me there because they thought I would like it. And I'm like, this is weak. I don't like jesters and kings and... I don't, what is this? Get me out of here. Ah! I was like being as a little an adult, you, As an adult, you'd probably say, like, oh, that's yeah. sort of fun. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, actually, I still think I'd hate it, but still, it's a family fun time thing. It's what you make it. You know, Drew Mack will go there and make an adventure out of it. And he said, dude, honestly, I think my kids would love it. They like to climb and shit and be outdoors, and I think that'd be fun for Is them. there a specific reason he's choosing Joshua Tree, though? Because he's never he's been. Hitting, he's hitting up the West Coast, and he's just looking for little, like, trips. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, any state park is, is fun for me. And, again, you got to think. Like a kid, I get it, but... I mean, if he's on the coast... The, isn't that part of being a kid? Like, just going to places your parents say are cool? And then just trying to take it for what it is? Is the coast... Yeah, I guess so. Is he hitting, like, the coast coast? Because then if that's the case, I wouldn't even bother with Joshua Tree. <laughs> I just go up and down the coast. There's oh, wow. So, so now you all of a sudden you're on my side? No. Is the coast... I assumed that he was just driving to Joshua Tree area, and that was it. But, like, if you're going to the coast, I feel like there's so much more along the coast to do than driving back into the desert to go to Joshua Tree. Let's not lose the focus of this conversation, though. Rich has this thing in his mind that unless there are clowns involved, right, sorry, or roller coasters involved, popcorn and uh, giant turkey legs, kids are tuned out. I disagree with that. You know, I, I really do. So anyway, it's Cavino and Rich. Kids are different today. I'll agree on that. So it is hard to entertain them, but... You got to do your best. Sports, entertainment, and life, like we said. Life experiences. Where did your parents take you? Of course, I like the theme parks. Yeah, our, our annual vacation was to Wildwood, New Jersey. Yeah. And the whole, it was a week, and the whole, either we went to the boardwalk, walked up and down. But most, most, it wasn't like constant stimulation. Most of the days, 
We would just, we stayed a couple blocks from the beach. We'd walk to the beach and lay there and, or go jump in the ocean. People often ask me where I vacationed as a child. And I tell them my parents' backyard. That's where we had the most fun. They took us to Seaside Heights, the boardwalk, you know, maybe a theme park every once in a while. Barely ever, to be yeah. honest. You know, the theme park was the boardwalk. I went on the log flume a few times. That was about it. Um, maybe my parents took me to Six Flags twice. And they're probably saying, that's not true. It's true for me. Maybe they took my siblings I'm- to Sesame Place a few times. I went once with them. Uh, I think I went to a, a theme park maybe three times in my entire life with my family. I wish I Four, did. Four, including Disney, I, Disney World. I wish I did more stuff like this as a kid. Me too. Because I almost feel like I missed out now as an adult because I hated doing shit like that as a kid because it wasn't like introduced to me. Like there's a reason I never became an Eagle Scout because I hated outdoor shit because it was never introduced to me as, as a child. Teach his own people huh. up. Right, no, make, I mean, it, it makes sense. I just think that, uh, I just think that you and I, it, it, I just all say is I think it was funny that you and I had different stances on whether Joshua Tree should make the cut on a West Coast trip. Yeah, especially for boys because they like the challenge of climbing, you know, and you, you make them feel stoked but, about it. But themselves. if you have an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old, you're going to let them climb on big boulders 50 feet up? Yes. Because you'll be with them. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't want to bore anybody. Hey, Drew Mack, have fun. Drew Mack from Nashville, everybody. Drew Mack the Handsome. Have fun with your boys at Joshua Tree. See a shooting star. Make a wish. For me. Thanks. 412, the letter C in our show. This is from Evan in South Jersey. Guys, I remember when I was 14 getting dragged to Mount Vernon for the Thomas Jefferson Mansion. As a skater kid back then, it was so boring. I'm 41 now. I look back and think, man, I missed out on a pretty cool experience. I wish I embraced it. But you're a dumb kid. You can't expect a young kid to appreciate something like that. Is That's what I'm life. And you're making my your, point. You're doing your job as a parent. You know, like, hey, I'm taking you somewhere cool. You either choose to appreciate this or not. You know, that's no, how I, I see I it. Get, I get. I'm just saying, like, as a kid, there's so many things I appreciate now as an adult that I would never have appreciated as a kid. And that's sort of my point. Not that I it's mean, not fun. Not that it's not great. I've been to Joshua Tree multiple times. I think it's fun. I'm just saying, would eight or eleven year old little Richie like that? And I'd say probably not. But grown, grown rich likes it. Little Richie was like the kid from uh, Mad TV, where he was jumping up and down and saying, "Look what I could do! Look what I could do!" Of course, yeah. he didn't enjoy it. Yeah, little vacation. Richie, you know what? I was concerned about doing flips and cannonballs off a diving board and playing wiffle ball and having fun and going on roller coasters. That's what I wanted it's to do. That's all. Yeah. Hey, we're different. What do you want me to say? Not we're all, that, we're not all the same. That Would that different. be interesting? Not that different. I just got the vibe that Drew Max boys, two boys, like running around in the wild. That just sounded fun to me. The Drew Mac boys. Yeah, the sounds Drew like Mac a, boys are like, gang. Let's, 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 there's rocks. Let's climb them, dad. The Drew like, Mac I, boys. I just pictured them like going wild on this shit, tying some bandanas around their head and like running around like wild banshees. Like, let's go, dad. Let's go. The Drew Mac boys sounds like a gang that's going to, like, rob a train. Yeah. The Drew Mac boys. The old I just Drew Mac them, boys. Like, yes. You know, going they back. They robbed the saloon in the town over next, next an old, to us. An old mine, Dad? Let's go search it. And then, like, they go on some adventure. Like, it sounded cool to me. Oh, where where has Rich not been in 35 years? Coach Nimble secluded cabin? Yes. Hey, Richie's Coach Nimble. Hi, Coach Nimble. Coach Nimble. <laughs> 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 Rich, had a, Rich had a coach named Coach Nimble, and by the way, that's not like a a gay voice. That's like his Mister Nimble voice. Like he's just he Mr. was like Nimble. a really sensitive. He was a pastor of a church, and he moved to our town for one year, and he became a baseball coach. And no one wanted to be on his team, and Mr. then he left. Like Would the next you year, be that's like what's worse? What's worse? Rich's baseball coach named Mister Nimble, or my, my karate sensei. Sensei Winklebean. Not even making that up. Winklebean's dude. definitely. I'm like, I don't know if Winklebean is going to take me to the levels I want to be at. Oh, and by the way, here's the fun part. The, uh, all the other coaches to, to conclude that story from a week ago, I was, uh, I was in little league and let's say there were five teams in my age group. Four of the coaches were like the cool kids' dads, like, yo, Mr. Gambino, uh, Joey's dad, uh, you know, Mike's dad, Mr. Ramundi, all these like, all like the cool dads were the coaches. And the one coach that was lame was Mr. Nimble. And I got stuck on his team. And I remember his son's name 
was little Jeremiah Nimble. <laughs> Mr. Nimble. Um, Rich denouncing stressing kids is probably the most ignorant shit I've ever heard. What the actual fuck? Feedback's coming in. 412-267-7469. Now... You realize kids get stressed out, right? Like they do. Of course, you moron. What I'm saying is, I'm kids not a don't. Moron. I didn't say it. Kids, I'm don't, a kids don't seek. All right. Kids have stress, but what I'm saying is, the way an adult is like, man, I got bills, I got this, I got kids, I got this. They I got need to kid like problems. stress is stress. It's different type yeah. of stress, bro. Kid problems. Hey, bro, when you fucking were wearing glasses and braces and breaking out like a like a weenie, that wasn't stressful for you. You didn't stress over us test in high school. When you didn't get the fucking dope-ass kicks and you were rocking L.A. gear because that's all your mom wanted to buy you. That wasn't stressing you out? Just like you have a different type of stress as other adults. Kids have stress, Rich. Yeah, so maybe yeah, that is a good thing. The whole desire, what, you're, what you're describing is a, a desire to unplug and get away. Kids stress, but they don't have that same instinct a parent has like a parent might be like i got mortgage payments i got bills i got this i you know johnson at work is bothering my kids are stressed at school all these things little league i need to like unplug for a saturday kids don't have that same desire to quote unplug for a day because they don't have what you have on your shoulders to bond with mom and dad you know or bond with you guys i don't know or I don't know. I'm just, look, this is kind of a weak conversation, kind of fun all at the same time, because you got to know your kids. All kids are different. I'm with you on that, Rich. Uh, but Jeff the Jerkman says, Rich Davis is a dunce. Oh, that means you win. That means I win the argument. If he agrees with you, doesn't that mean I'm just right? <laughs> he says, yeah, I don't know if I want Jerkman to agree with me, but he does. He agrees with me in spot a thousand percent. All right. And let's see more feedback coming in. Yeah, let's go to the phones. Yeah, let's and go to the phone call because I feel like. It's all going to depend on what type of kid you have, right? So it's, it's nobody's right or wrong here. Um, El Kukui. Bob, no, hold El Kukui. Okay. El Kukui, what's up, buddy? Hello, good morning. What's up, man? Talk. Hey, I actually, you know, rarely enough, I agree with both of you. Um, I think Avino's right where it comes to it's the parents' obligation to put those kids through that at certain points so they can't experience, and if they choose not to appreciate it, well, then that's those, you know that's their fault. But at the same time, I do agree with Rich because I was not thinking National Park when I was a kid. Yeah. My, you know what, my thought is, like, I wasn't I, thinking National Park. Like, going to a, going parents, to a... One at a time. My parents never exposed me to that, though. Like, my parents took me to a fucking local park. Going to a museum is a great example. As a kid, you don't want to go to a museum. Local park? You don't want to go to a museum, but it's your parents' job to be like, hey, let's go to a museum. It's the right thing to do. But right. to think that the kid's going to actually embrace the museum is bananas. I look at the museum sort of like Joshua Tree. Yeah, it's historic. It's great. Like, oh, my God, look at these these cacti that are sort of trees. They've been around for thousands of years. Like, yeah, that's really cool. But to expect a kid, that would be like expecting your kid to really appreciate the Mona Lisa if you took them to the Louvre. Some kids will, right? Like, my kids saw it. And, and and appreciated it. Um, Your kid is also a very artsy girl. Right. That's so why I said it depends yeah. on the kid. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's yeah. why there's there's no right or wrong here. And El Kakui is absolutely right. We're, we're both right to some degree. You got to know your kid. But Rich, okay. the one thing I really do agree with you on is the museum example. You know, that's really it. And you as the parent get the satisfaction of knowing whether or not they appreciated it. You did your job. You did your due diligence it. as a parent. And, and the, the, the benefit is, you know, my parents took me to the Museum of Natural History in New York City when I was a kid. And I'm, I probably was bored. You're right. But I could look back and appreciate it. And I think that's you could, the, No, you can look back and win. appreciate that your parents cared. Yeah, that they cared enough to take me. So, yeah, Drew Max kids, let's say, worst case, they're bored. They'll look back and say, yeah, my dad took me there, and they're, they're better for it. They had that experience. All right, you know? I agree so, with that. So I don't think it's a, a lose, but, you know, there's no right or wrong in this conversation. I, I think uh, you and I, believe it or not, agree more than you think. We just yeah. uh, seem to always fight about things. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers. One where you could just listen. One where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join, and we hope you enjoy it. 
Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. I saw a story that fucking blew my mind because the guy died. So it's like, it's sad, but it's like the fucking guy died. Did you see this story? A Brazilian rapper dies after jumping from a hotel balcony, fearing that his wife would catch him in the middle of a threesome. I only know the story because you told me the story. That's my honest answer. Otherwise, I missed it. There's a few of those stories I miss. I think I miss them on purpose. I'm serious. Like, I'm like, when I see stories like that, I'm like, oh, I don't even want to know about it. Brazilian rapper Kevin Bueno, who performed as MC Kevin, no fell to his death in Rio de Janeiro after jumping off a balcony and plunging several floors, hoping to survive. Bueno is having a threesome with a dude and a fashion model. So him and some dude were having a threesome with some fashion model when there was a knock on the door. The knock on the door was Bueno's wife. Oh, no Bueno. <laughs> no Bueno. <laughs> the popular rapper's wife had been texting and calling him with no response, was searching for him on the hotel grounds. He thought she had found him. When a friend knocked on the door of the hotel suite, Bueno reportedly attempted to jump on the terrace below. He missed and fell five stories onto the pool patio and died. He was like, I'm the new Chris Paul. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) That's fucked up. Extremely scared and worried about being caught cheating by his wife. He panicked and tried to jump to the floor right below him. Like I said, you know, like the balcony below you, you can sort of maybe shimmy. Yeah, that's why they always do it in movies. So yeah, well, I guess he, he tried shot that. Fell. Man, that's miserable. Hey, Spock, can you look up the fashion model that he was having a threesome with? Uh, what's her name? Um, fashion model Bianca Dominguez. Oh, Bianca, Bianca Dominguez. Bianca. By the way, he just got married in Tulum. Oh. Everyone's fucking going to Tulum. This guy's getting married to him. Then he jumps to his death. As sad as it is. And I understand this is a morning show, Cavino and Rich. There is something kind of comical about it. You know, the guy was the guy was cheating, having a threesome, and then thinks he's going to get caught by his wife, jumps out a window, and dies. Yeah, it's it's terrible. No, the funny part is that the guy thinks he's going to escape this scenario, and he jumps, you know, to try to hide. That's kind of funny. What uh, what what do you what do you think they were in the midst of when she knocked on the door? Uh, Some sort of lucky Pierre. Who was in between? Who? Yeah. Oh. That's a frightening oh. moment. His heart must have been pounding. Like, oh my God. Hey, you feel? She's here. And he like, runs out with his fucking socks on, slips. Fucking, that's terrible. Like, the ending's horrible, but the moment is funny. Like, he tries to escape. And- you ever watch a uh, spot? You ever watch uh, Kavino? You ever watch a video? I said spot because I know Kavino's real conservative with his smut. You ever watch a video and it goes away you didn't think it would go? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't, this is not what I want to see. No, I don't think so. I don't have any like quick examples. Like, give me this. Like, example. you you've never you never clicked on a video where it's like, like a hot uh, girl getting like double teamed, and all of a sudden the dude start doing stuff, and you're like, no. whoa, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's happened. Yeah, the girls again, never came. The girls never came. <laughs> the girls never came. <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, I but, remember it, spot. I remember it was like some smoking girl, smoking hot girl. I clicked on a video once, and it was like, I was like, ooh, this girl. With two dudes? All right, let me let me click on this. Let me see what she's. Uh, let's see what this girl's taking. No, you know, being all pervy smut life. The girl never came. And uh, and I don't. All mean. of a sudden, the scene starts with the two dudes with their legs up, and she's eating their asses. And I'm like, what? Not <laughs> what I had in mind. I was like, this is not what I thought this video would be. So. Then you went on to the next movie on your dad's DVR. Oh, no, right? no, no. And then, I, uh, then I said, Dad, what else do you suggest? <laughs> All right, oh, so anyway, have you back seen to 10 the inch story. mutant ninja turtles. 10 inch mutant ninja turtles. I start tell you, that's my oh, favorite. Um, that is funny. Turtles with a cock swell. Now, we said, were there other scenarios in life where you actually tried to escape getting caught? And my story is a, is a, is a sore subject, and it's a terrible one, but it's the only one that I think I have. 
You know, I'm starting to get confused in my a sore older subject. Age. Was it you, that dude, and the model in a no. <laughs> real de Janeiro? No, I really tried to escape a scenario. The time I was hanging out with you, some girl you were dating, and her friend, which was a girl that Spot liked, I tried to escape that scenario. That's a true story. Swear on everything that's important to me. I tried to escape. I was looking in the bathroom. Bringing this like, back up, huh? No, but I'm serious. I was, like, I was looking in the bathroom. I'm like, how am I going to get out of here? So and I found a back entrance. And the truth is, when I got into the parking lot, I was just going to leave with no sort of explanation. I was an escape. Rich and the girl came walking back in the parking lot with like coolers. We got wine coolers. Where are you going? I was like, oh, <laughs> we got uh, wine you know, coolers. You know, I've placed a lot of blame on you throughout the years. Yeah. I place an equal amount of blame on, on Rich. You should. I didn't even know we were going anywhere. Yeah, I do. I didn't even now, know this was a party. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I do. Now, Dude, I've, I've, I've had time to think about it. Now, Spot. I place I, you, an you, equal you, amount of blame on you because you equally knew my interest. Actually, if anything, you knew more because I usually confided more in you and you drew him back in to make the situation better. I was out. I made you. an escape. So you were so, not only being selfish for your set for about the, that, but you were being negative towards me. And, and so I placed like, equal where blame are you going? You. I was like, uh, I was, so wait, so what you're telling, so what you're telling me is that, I was caught in the park. I was lot. dating a girl. I was dating some girl casually. Her. No, you her were and I were hanging. You were in love and with her. She was an uh, airline uh, flight attendant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She we, was a stewardess. Like a, <laughs> it was a quick minute. It was a fun experience. So her and I were hanging out. Her friend was there. Cavino came along. I am now spot responsible for the actions of Cavino's. Yeah, because you were the one dating her. Hog. I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, you you brought brought well, you didn't bring me along. You brought him along. Yeah, but it was I, like it was like a hang. I, I should have assumed that Cavino was gonna get blown by this girl. But when I realized what was going on, right? Come on, I swear don't on play, everything important to me. I went into the bathroom. Hey, is there a bathroom here? Are you playing dumb? Because Rich and here's what happened. Here's where it got awkward. I swear Do to God. So well. oh, hold on, this is a, a great nugget of the story that no one ever knew. Because Spot. Always was mad at me deep down. By, by the way, who is, he, who is he saying is playing dumb? Both of us? No, no. This is what happened. I mean, you're just being ridiculous, Steve. We end up at someone's apartment. But Rich, you're playing dumb. Right? And then, you know, I think we're hanging out or I don't know what's going on. I, I guess I'm just feeling out the scenario. I'm not lying, right? But then all of a sudden, Rich and this one girl leave. We're going to get drinks and like peanuts. I don't know. They would left. So now it's just me. And that, so according to Kavino, we went to get wine coolers and peanuts is what you're still. You went to get drinks. I swear on my life. This is what happened. I don't know what Spot, you went to I get. Think, I think across the street from their apartment was like a bodega. So we went to okay. go probably get like a six pack of something. My panic sets across in. Across the street from their apartment. I remember specifically remember this complex. It was yeah, like they a, lived right. Yeah, they were like in Alphabet City, downtown giant, Manhattan, right across the street. It there was a little be, bodega. See, I didn't know this though, because it had to be close. Whatever it was, it had to be close. It was like on 14th Street. It was yeah. this huge like apartment complex of apartments okay and like you were it was deep in the middle of this apartment complex i've been to yeah. i was at the apartment all once. right see so then my you know because we were dating story her, so we, we would like hang out all the plays time. out as true so i'm like where do they go like i felt so awkward like i didn't know the person you left me with i didn't know anything about her i didn't know that she was like interested in me I didn't know like, why we were, why we were hanging just sit, i thought I you guys could just awkward, sit there and chill right and then she started pulling these like um like these clinger vibes. And I'm like, oh man. And I don't like when girls get aggressive with me. I get like, yo, I'm not a piece of meat. All right. Like I like being the one to make the moves in those scenarios. I noticed that she was putting me in some weird scenario. And I was like, I'm out. I don't, I don't even like know this girl. I don't like her. I'm not into it. I was like, you got a bathroom I could use? Swear on my life. So I went to the bathroom and I was like, I'm going to escape. I, I'm going to fucking climb out the window. I had no way to do it. It was one of those little windows. I'm out of here. I wanted to be out. I found you the, could have done it. You could have done it if you were in Puffy back then, right? No, I don't think I was. This is like before <laughs> the kid. This is uh, B, B, uh, BK, before the kid. And then I found the back entrance or something, back exit, left. As I'm leaving, I you think found I'm scot-free. Yeah, you found the back door. I see Rich and the girl, and they're coming back with drinks like, where are you going? I'm like, home? And that was it. That was it, but I tried to escape. Tried to escape. And that's, uh, I know you had a story too, Rich, but that was the only time, sore subject, but it was the only time that comes to mind 
where I really tried to escape. Escape. I always had backup plans, like, you know, things like that. Like, what would I do? Like, what would I do if, like, her dude showed up or something like that? Or, like, her ex came? I, uh... Fuck you. I had, in my single days, perhaps... Not me. Both of them. Hooked up a fair share with, uh... Clear your throat. You got jizz in it. Sorry, I was in a threesome with some dude and a girl in Rio de Janeiro. The guy jumped out of a balcony. You might have heard the story. You have a story where you tried to escape, Rich? I'd love to hear this. Um, I can't not not so much escape, but I, much like you, there were times where I was dating or hooking up with a girl where she was probably dating someone, had a boyfriend she didn't want to tell me about or something. And it was a scenario where there was a, like an on standby thing. Like, yo, I got to make sure like some dude doesn't show up here. And if he does, where do I go? Way back on a Wednesday, no close well, to mind. I'm going to put spot. I'm going to give spot the, the physical challenge. Rich is constantly assessing his his scenarios and his surroundings. With my exit plan, right? Yeah, Rich is ruining ruining this guy's relationship. But I I remember one. But how am I going to get out? I remember one specifically. Yeah. And by the way, spot the fact that it just shows that you like you just love to bust my balls. The fact that you blame me in even one oh, percent. I oh, I, I blame you like twenty five percent of that scenario. How about okay. her? How about blaming her when I told you I was the one like attacked in well, the scenario? Well, she's just a whore, but I knew that because right, I wanted well, it. I, 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 I was so just chilling. So, Kavino. But for, I, want, I wanted all. her whore ways. I didn't want you to have her whore well, ways. Once and for all, once and for all, Kavino, please explain how this attractive 20-something-year-old girl She put the Helen Roper on me. You, like, you, ah. claimed, you oh. claimed at one point on this oh, show that you were oh. like assaulted. I was. Essentially. I was like, no. No. And After I made tried to make the escape, at any point no, wait, did your you, head did your hand rest on her head? No, there was no like, you know. So you, you were really like you were really like none of that. This the whole time. Hold on, hold on. Like, to, to, let me just ask you to uh, to completion. I don't, dude. You think I remember? Like, fuck. You think I keep stats? I don't remember. I mean, but you wouldn't remember that. So I so really don't. I don't know like, that. No, you think he stop. let a girl blow him uh, uh, not to completion? I don't and then, know, and then, dude. I wish this chair had locks soon, on it. And as soon as, uh, as soon as she was done, he ran out the room with his pants around his ankles. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm the new Chris Paul. <laughs> fucking jumped out the window. That was it. I remember this is like, this is like fucking very, a lifetime ago. Cause it really was. Can't wait to hear you. Yeah. I want to hear this tale. I want to hear this story. <laughs> can't a wait to hear this one. Ago. No, I was in high school. You didn't and get no ass. This is fake. Yeah, you this got is no fake. ass in high school. You didn't get no ass. You were the fucking drum major. You were the fucking trombone player. No, he was the drum major, remember? Oh, yeah. He wore like a, a <laughs> he wore like a cape and he stood on a platform and waved his hands. Yeah, whose and, ass were you getting back? And there? you're making it seem like the drum major doesn't get pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what were you Are you ba- insinuating the leader of the marching band isn't an ass magnet? Or are you banging? <laughs> you're banging the xylophone player? Yeah. In the front row. How do you make out with chicks when you gotta wear the stupid hat that goes around Everyone, your chin? Uh, band horns up. Oh, uh, well, the control, the power. <laughs> Those are your moves. Can you oh. picture the girl playing the flute? Who's oh like, god. oh my god, he's, he's so, so dreamy. Oh my god. So okay, you're the drum major. Bang him. You're. So, uh, oh, is this when you were Rooster Hannigan in the play? Like they must have got yo, so hot I, watching. I, this. Uh, I, I, you know, unbeknownst to you, uh, fucking jock that peaked twenty years ago. Spot will back me up and say that there was plenty of good-looking theater girls that were underrated because of Bozo's like you. Yeah. True, I, I I'll admit that for there sure. Was some cute theater girls. You just like you look back, you look back, and you're like, oh, let me look at the cheerleaders, and then you look in your yearbook twenty years later, and you're like, you're like they weren't even the hottest, but like you're brainwashed to think they are when you're in high school. And a straight Agreed. and a straight man amongst the theater world was a a a jewel. Agreed. Oh my god, being a being a straight guy. In the Broadway sh- program at school, the the musical spot, I'll tell you, you it was like it was you, a bunch of gay dudes, and like cute girls. Sadly for me, everyone thought I was one of the gay dudes, so it, it didn't really work in my favor. <laughs> yeah. But there were some cute girls there. So so good. It's high school. I was like, uh, if I, knew, I, was like if a I knew then what I knew now. I was like a way. I was like a my way way less weird. cooler version of. Remember in American Pie, Chris Klein would run from the lacrosse field to the stage. Yes, you think you're fucking Chris to, Klein. I remember. Chris Klein I remember like super being on stage. You think I remember you're being Oz? on stage. No, I said I remember being on stage in my baseball cleats because I'd have to run back and forth from the field, and they'd have come. They'd have someone from the stage. You this guy. 
<laughs> would you have yeah, some, I'm telling you a story. Would you, have somebody, you had someone change your shoes for you because you were like the star? <laughs> is, Spot per, is Spot perplexed that like I was, uh, I did things? Like, is he perplexed by this? No, I know you did things. You, you can't not do things. I know you. Why would but, that be perplexing? But I remember they'd have someone run from the auditorium to the baseball field and embarrassingly be like, it's time for Rich to do his scenes. So I'd have to like leave baseball practice in my uniform and cleats and stuff. Oh my God. Just gotta go do a little thing in a dance. So you some theater girl. Tell me what happened. So I am at her house. You know how like in school, I don't know how your high school operated. Like a high school. I was talking to Kavino about this recently, I think. And with, with classes and stuff. I think, yeah. And I think you forgot like, I was saying in, in college, of course, I remember not having Friday class. You would make your schedule where you ever have a semester where you did heavy Tuesday, Thursdays, where you hardly had class on Monday, Wednesday or Friday yeah. in college. In the, college, yes. The goal was always get off on Friday. Oh, yeah, I got no, off on I, Friday. Dude, I, I remember there was in a multiple year. ways. There was a year where I loaded up on Tuesday, Thursday classes. You know how you had class twice a week? I think by Tuesday to Thursday, morning to night were filled Wednesday, I had one class and then I had off Monday, Friday. But I was saying in high school, if you remember, you had study halls and you had lunch. And if you were an upperclassman, you could leave camp, you could leave school grounds during those times, right? Yes. We weren't so allowed to. I remember having lunch and study hall back to back, which meant I had like an hour break in the middle of the day. I had the same thing, but we weren't allowed to leave school. Oh, you aren't. I, no. If you were a junior or senior, you could leave school grounds. No. I mean, you could you could technically like sneak off, but yeah, you weren't allowed. Like they had people checking if you left. So we went to my high school girlfriend's in. house, her and I during the school break, middle of the day. Oh, now, I did not have sex with this girl, unfortunately. This is like the girl that ended up fucking the next dude she was with. And I was just the chump that she let on. But, you know, we were touchy-feely, you know, doing everything else high school kids do. And we're making out, taking our clothes off in her basement. Oh. Middle of the day, like 1.30 in the afternoon, her fucking dad comes home from work randomly. <laughs> oh, man. And I hear her dad go, Jamie, are you here? And she's like, go hide in the laundry room. So I fucking hide in the laundry room with a practically, I think I put like a laundry bucket on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and ah, it's dude, funny. I am there freaking out because her dad's like some like blue collar tough guy mechanic type of fella. Yeah, not you. Uh, yeah, and he's like, "What are you doing home from school, honey?" She's like, oh, "I just decided to stop home, dad, and uh, you know, just get a get a drink and you know, just take a break." And he's like, "All right." He's fucking sitting down having a fucking turkey sandwich and chips. I hear him eating chips and fucking. Jar jar nuts, and he's just sitting at the table, no, like taking his time. He hits the hears the footsteps upstairs. Do 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 And he's like, and, and at one point, he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna go grab my work shirt." And she's like, "Oh, don't worry, Dad," because it was like sort of where I was. She gets it for him. He goes back upstairs, sits back down. I'm there for like no joke. What seemed like it was probably only maybe 20, 30 minutes, but for me as a teenager, I felt like I was hiding for hours and right when i was about I, there was a point where i was about to come out and be like you got me <laughs> but eventually he left and i remember being so fucking scared yeah it went from like the dad coming home to like crazy ex-boyfriend or ex-husband or something that you know was obsessed with this girl oh, you always had to, to have some sort of escape route in, in the back of your mind oh in case I, you heard like someone coming in right and I, told I, I, you. I don't think Spot will find the clip, but it always reminds me of one of my favorites way back on a Wednesday. Jack Tripper meets this girl and they go bird watching or some shit like that. And she's she thinks that her crazy ex-boyfriend's coming and he's like an ex-football star. Do you remember that one or no? Dude, Jack I Tripper have a real has life story. <laughs> While, if Spot tries to find that, I have that's, a real life story. That's a tough one. I'm pretty certain I've told this story, but if I haven't, then, hey, look at that. A bonus for people that have listened for years and haven't heard it. So my buddy Vince in college comes out. After years of Vince being an ass-getting machine, who knew he was a man-ass-getting machine? He wanted the world to know. Like, we're talking Vince is the guy that would always get the girl. Vince was the guy that was super smooth and super slick. 
I don't know how, but you know, I'm not saying that he's not. He's a handsome guy, but he looks like Pee Wee Herman a little bit. Uh, he, I, I, you know what? I'll tell him he said that. But no. <laughs> I mean, you would. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, for him to be scoring chicks over you at the time, that just was, shows how bad your game must have been. No, no, he was, he, uh, as Beavis and Butthead would say, <laughs> scoring chicks. Uh, got as score. he was scoring chicks <laughs> overall. So you hear me? Yeah. It's like, you know how we have this theory on the Cavino and Rich show that every group of friends has a Chico? Hello? Is he frozen? Uh, oh, here I am. There you are. There you are. Rocking like a hurricane. It's like everyone has this legendary friend that they talk, talk about. When you talk about Vince as this ass-getting machine, and all I know is the Vince I see before me today, who looks like a handsome gay dude, I can't imagine him being that womanizing well, person you described. He, That's all. He, he was getting more ass than anyone. It would be like, name a sorority, point out the hot girl. We didn't realize he had the confidence of a gay man in disguise. So we would all be like intimidated by the hot right. girl. I get you. He didn't he care. Would have like a, he had the, I don't give a fuck attitude, okay. but we didn't know he was gay. So we were like, yo, Vince is so fucking ballsy. Yo, he has no fear. Like Vince would be like, yo, what's up ladies? Like who wants to touch my dick? And they'd be like, Oh my God. All right. Sure. Like, Vince. Over the top. Yeah. But it was all because he had false confidence because he didn't care because he was a gay dude. He comes out. So to be supportive of him, our group of friends go to the gay bar with Vince. And I forgot the name of it. The man. Probably shed. like probably uh, the steamy manhole. <laughs> Downtown Syracuse. Now, spot. I don't know how it was in Maryland, but was there a distinction between college kids and the quote townies uh mm, not really because college park was just all college okay yeah when you went to downtown syracuse cabino i imagine the the townies looked like something from letter kenny right yes work boots and flannels and like a like the dudes um what were those dudes names from the snl bit with rick moranis remember the snl bit Rick Moranis. This is my cousin so and so and oh uh oh those guys they were like skull caps and like flannels yeah. and work boots well, yeah they, they're honestly like well, well keep in mind that was SCTV I believe oh okay Mo- most of the student body at Syracuse was like like pretentious rich Jewish girls and like white dudes from the Northeast so you're talking about like a bunch of like you know douchey type of folks right. The towns, the town people in Syracuse were sort of rednecky spot. We're talking upstate like locals. Yeah. So when you went to downtown Syracuse, it was a mix of the college kids and the townies. And it was almost like a weird thing. Like, yo, did you, you fucking hooked up with a townie? Like, how many teeth does she have? So I meet this girl at the gay bar. Like I'm there being supportive of Vince being like, oh, here we are. Look at this. This is his scene, huh? Dudes with the leather uh, ass cheeks hanging out. And some girl's like, hey. And I was like, yeah, I'm here with my buddy Vince. I'm not gay, but I'm just here supporting him. Uh, she's like, yeah, I usually come here because there's no creepy guys here. It's a safe place for girls. So I was like, oh, that's cool. End up bringing her back to my place. And as we are starting to get it on, I was like, what's your deal? Do you live here in town? She goes, well, I was married. I, I mean, I guess I still technically am. My <gasps> husband's in the my husband's in the military and went AWOL because he has psychological problems. And the crazy part is he's always trying to find me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? She goes, yeah, he's like a crazy guy. He's always trying to find me, but I tell him it's over. But he always like comes to hunt me down. I'm telling you, this is a Three's Company episode you're describing. And this girl ends up leaving after we do a little hooking up, nothing much. And she's like, I'm going to be back later. I have to go out. And I fucking shut my door. I turned my phone off. I ghosted this. This scared the shit out of me. Like imagine some girls like, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm still technically married and my husband's a wall and he's a psycho. I mean, we've witnessed ex dudes trying to attack you like many moons ago. It's not the oh, first yeah. time. Right? That people wanted to get rich. Who's that guy? I'm gonna get him. <laughs> 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. I was looking for this one photo on National Brothers Day because I was trying to find one to post. Anyway, long story short, I finally, after hours of searching through like Google Drives and shit, I found the picture, and I posted it yesterday. It wasn't worth it. It became, it became a thing. Like, I got to find it now. Me and my brother with his Pokemon hat. As my uncle called him, Chiro. That's when he was Chiro. My Uncle Joe used to call him Chiro back in the day, who was a little Asian boy in the Godzilla movies, I believe. Chiro. So that's me there and my brother, is. right? So I post that, and where does this lead? This leads me to my story. Here you go. I thought it was a nice photo. I even put a little collage up at Steve Cavino if you want to. I saw that. Leave saw a message, that. leave a comment, say something nice. It's, you know, a picture of my little brother. I don't think people realize how much older I am than my brother. He was a little kid. I was off to college already, right? So it was a different relationship. I got so many people hitting me up saying, yo, dude, is that your son? I'm like, no, that's my brother. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you're kidding. I mean, for all, for all we know, we don't know if there's like a hidden family secret. That happens where... Like, the teenager has a kid. Right. And the parents are like, oh, it's ours. And it's so funny because that age gap, it sort of closes at one point. But there will be a point where I'm significantly, significantly older looking. There has to be. Right? It just makes sense. Right? I mean, now you're in the po- now you're in the pocket where you guys look similar enough. Look like because pals. He's in his twenties and yeah. you're in your forties. Right, right. They'll, they'll, come up, they'll come a point when you're like 70 and he's 50. Right. And he still looks good. You're an old guy. So I finally found the picture. I finally found the article for later, according to Spot. But I posted the picture, and my Italian pen pal chimed in on it. He gave it heart eyes. He gave it a little heart eye emoji. I'm starting to worry about this guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know. And then, hey, the show's all yours, Rich. I came out swinging. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the significance? Remember my... Italian friend Sergio, who drops wisdom on our show from Naples. Of there course. There he is. Beautiful uh, picture, Steve, of your childhood. Yes, but don't think too much the past. You know, think forward because life is very short and you have to leave it, Steve. You know, I, I remember my father told me. Remember, when you are 40 years old, you are already 50. And he said, he has right. I, I, I cannot understand. I'm 50 now. I cannot understand these 10 years, how they gone so, so fast. It was yesterday I was 40. Now I'm 50. It was yesterday, Steve. So live the life. Think forward, Steve. Many hugs from Italy. Pussy. Love you, brother. Many hugs. Pussy. Love you, Sergio. Thinks he's your brother. Hold on, let me have my sip of coffee on his behalf. Thinks he's your brother. Sergio. Yes, yes, it's Brother's Pussy. Day. So my new Italian brother from Italy, who my own dad reached out to me. My own dad reached out to me yesterday to ask me if that's fake. I didn't realize that people it's thought yeah. that, for real. It's me in the corner. Recording, yeah, no. uh, talking in Italian. Even Jordan says, that's someone messing with you. I'm like, it's not. It's some dude from Italy. And my dad even was like, hey, is that, that's funny. Is that some sort of bit? I'm like, no. What the fucking bit? I mean, we don't, we're not doing bits. That would take effort. This is real. I can't write this shit. So it sort of dawned on me, Rich, that he's right. And it sucks. It's not that I was looking into the past. Once you're 40. You're 50. You're 50. He goes, like yesterday, I was 40. Like yesterday. My dad, he said his dad said that, and he didn't know what it meant. Bro, doesn't it feel like yesterday that we celebrated my 40th? Like, I'm already halfway like there. Dude, this summer. Your 40th. This summer. Action, romance, desire, 
Steve turns 45. I, uh, uh, in a few I, months. Think it feels, I, I think it feels recent, but at the same time, I'll be honest, it doesn't feel that recent. For me, because it does. You were, you were, you were, now, you were with your ex-wife. It was a different life. I had no kids yet. It seems like, it seems like a long time ago. It does not seem like yesterday, if you ask me. Uh, you're crazy. To me, the time Spot, that's flying. a heart surgery ago. Spot, that's like a million things ago. That's, your Bro. mother was still here. There's like, five, I'll be closer to 40, 50 in a few months than 40. <laughs> like, think, it, think of it that way. I'm 45. The next day, I'll be closer to 50. And it's going yeah, quick, I, and it blows. I hate it. I mean, Rich still even hasn't got paid back for that weekend. Yeah, I saw that picture, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, man, my, my brother was so little. I still remember him as that kid with the Pokemon hat. Like, I remember, that's how I remember my brother. I remember going to his little soccer games, and he's sitting on the bench, and, you know, he's not in. He's not in the game. He's not in the game. I'm like, hey, don't worry, pal. They, they'll see how good you are. You wait, you'll see. You're the, you're the man, buddy. You're the man. Don't get sad. Get out there and show him who you are. I still picture him like that. And then, I don't know, man. And I, that's I tell why. You what, I, I usually am with you on the whole perspective stuff. Like, man, you're that the, seems like you're the only guy not with me. You're the only guy honest, for some weird reason because everybody knows how fast time flies. When you see your, time, your little dude, baby daughter spring up and she's already a preteen, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Where did the time go? It's nothing new. I'm not breaking the glass, but it blows. When you're 40, well, yeah, you're I already mean, it's, 50. It's all, it's all, it's all perspective. Because when you were younger, a chunkier life was a bigger percentage of your life. So it seemed like it was more significant as you get older. Of course, the years just go by. But there's just been so much that has happened in the last five years. It doesn't that mean for it you doesn't to say feel it feels quick. a lot has happened for sure. You know, I have a whole new life. I live in a new place. We had new jobs. Pandemics happen. Feels like a lifetime ago. I, it feels like a lifetime uh, ago, a maybe lifetime. because of warped perception of the pandemic. But, dude, in reality, that shit just goes by in the blink dude. of an eye. You can't deny that just because we had one quarantine in our life. No, you no, know, no. You can't well, deny you, I mean, I, I get it. I just think that there's certain chapters of your life that go faster than others because of stagnation. Is that a word? Like nothing really happened? Is stagnation a word? I don't know. Stagnavity. I think it's stagnivity. Stagnivity. Yeah, there you go. Isn't it stagnivity? Stagnivity. Well, there was a lot of stagnivity in different parts of my life, but I say the last five years, spot, based on what I was just saying, five years ago, Cavino's 40th birthday party, I had, uh, you know, my wife and I had no kids. Spot had not had heart surgery yet. He lost his mother. There was no pandemic. It was like we, but we, we hadn't even started ESPN. That came and went since. So, I mean, five years ago was an eternity ago. I'm making the most obvious point I could possibly make. You, because we're on the radio, feel the need to like be a contrarian, and that's fine. I don't care. Not true. Time Not flies, true. Dude. Usually, I lots agree that things, time goes pretty lots quick. Lots of things happen, but you even proved your own theory right. The older you get the quicker time goes. And that's how it feels because we have a longer percentage of like, life that we've lived. It's just a matter of, of probably the quarantine. Yo, my kid is already like in junior high school next year. She's done with school in like 10 days. <laughs> like you don't think that's flying. No, I, I agree that time is flying. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that for some reason, maybe it is the pandemic. Of maybe course. it's the, uh, maybe that. it's the fatigue, the fatigue. Maybe it's the, uh, what was the word I made up? Stagnivity. Stagnivity? Stagnation. Maybe it's the stagnivity, the stagnavity. I'll give you that. The last couple of years. I'll give you that 100% rich because the pandemic has thrown a wrench into our time perspective without a doubt. Like it's as if that year didn't happen or fucked everything up in our minds. I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, But just wanted to share that little nugget of wisdom that sort of hit me on my way in. I got it this morning. I posted that picture yesterday. And I was like, man, where did the time go? And then Sergio was like, Steve, just yesterday I was 40. Now I'm 50. Live for today. And he did say something interesting. It was like, you know, although I was just posting a picture and I try not to live in the past, like he's saying, don't do it. And because he's my Italian angel wearing tight Italian jeans, I'm going to listen to him. Move forward. Think forward. Yeah. Because before you know it, you're going to be the old fuck. Used to- no, it's inevitable. It's inevitable for everyone. I mean, look at all the young studs when we were younger. They're all old guys now. Tom Cruise, they look great, but 
Tom Cruise, the Rob Lowe's and the, I mean, I'm naming the handsome guys, Stamos. Those are the guys that are still trying to hang on, but so many of the people from our childhood guys and women, look at the women, the, the Pam Anderson's and the Cole Eggert's and Barbie twins. And, uh, the girls you had on posters, Cindy Crawford and, uh, what's her face? Uh, Christy Brinkley are hanging in there, but we're talking about the most rarest exceptions. Everyone else is old as fuck. I get it. Bob Dylan turned Time is 80 flying. yesterday. Bob Dylan's 80 years old. <laughs> you know who was, uh, you know, who was 83 yesterday? Who? I looked it up because I was curious. I was like, who else is celebrating a birthday today? I feel like I heard this. Go ahead. Who? All right. I'll give you a hint. Someone you had a really funny experience with during the pandemic. Oh, Tommy Chung. Tommy Chung. Tommy Chung's 83. <laughs> That's crazy. Tommy Chong's 83, and he was on a Zoom call with Cavino with his nose close up to the camera, picking his nose because he didn't know what to do. That's so funny. And, uh, you know, the, the theory of can never find that picture, especially with all the thousands of pictures in your phone when you're looking for it. Are those pictures lost in your computer? Are those pictures your mom has in the attic that she always busts out, but you can't find it when you're looking for it? It was driving me berserk yesterday. So please. Oh, yeah. When you comment. can't find something, when worst. you can't find something. So that shit's annoying as hell. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for being here. Live for today. Don't dwell on the past. We all do it. I do it. Time's flying. It blows. It's something that I try to ignore, but it's always in the back of my mind of man. I mean, every time I look at my kid, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, every time, you know, I'm looking at pictures like that. I'm like, man, what, what happened? How did that happen? You know, I, 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 I still feel, feel like, uh, I mean, I'm delusional, I, I, Rich, and you're delusional. We all are. I'm like, I don't look much different. And, and then like, yeah, OK. <laughs> I think what happens is I, th I think what happens is we've. Uh, yeah, time flies. And as you get older, it's not made up. It's, you know. Chunks of your life when you were younger seemed more significant because you're, you're right. It was a more it was a bigger percentage of your life. Right. Like if you dated a girl for three years when you were in college, you dated her for like a fifth of your life. Now, three years is like nothing. I, I, I get that. I get the concept you're saying. I just think the pandemic gave some type of fatigue where it almost slowed down the world. I agree with you there. I in, a, in a weird way, because I, I used to think about uh, someone would say, hey, most of the last time I saw you. And I was I was thinking that like November, December of 2019 feels like last year to me. And I'm like, no, no, there's a full calendar year. And then back to 19. Like, it's 2021. Like, we lost a year of our lives. I wake up like, what happened all the time? Like, what happened? What? what? Where Where did the time go? What's going on? How long have I well, been I saw, divorced I saw now? Just, Fuck. Like, what is... what? I, uh, it's crazy. I saw just the other day. There was, uh, you know, Facebook likes to remind you how time's flying with uh, on this date. It was on this date two years ago that I was in the Bahamas with, like, my high school friends doing that big trip that, like, we all look forward to. And I was like, that was two years ago already? Like, two years have passed. I feels not that long ago. And, yeah, well, that, was, uh, that, was, that was a trip where we conceived Ben. And he's a little boy now. So, yeah, time is flying. Ben's but got a I'm mustache. You, he's walking around drinking beer. Like, this kid is a diaper baby smoking cigarettes. Like, he's growing up already. What really hit me is, again, looking at those pictures, realizing that my brother's a man. My brother's going to be 30, right? Like, he's a man now. And I'm like, man, that's kind of old. Oh, fuck. I'm like way older than that. Those pictures prove that. I was like way grown up already by the time he was even born. I was, you know, almost 18 or something by the time he was born. And when Sergio said, hey, Steve, my father says he's 40 as if he's 50. I, I don't know what that means. I do get that. That sinks in because our big milestones growing up were 13. I want to be a teenager. I remember what yeah. I was Thinking, doing, where I went to eat with my parents on my 13th birthday. I felt like the man. I'm a man now. I'm 13. Then the next milestone was 18. I want to be 18 so I could, so I could vote. That's what I was thinking. So I could yeah, vote. Yeah. I want my voice heard. <laughs> then 21. What about drive? Don't forget driving. When 17, 18. Okay. 21. I thought, you wanted to turn, I thought you wanted to turn 18 so you could buy Jugs magazine. Yeah. 18 was more important than driving for me. Jugs. Yes. Because of Jugs and voting. Uh, so 21. Yeah. Which mattered, but not really because you were probably getting booze anyway. But then the big milestone was like 30. Oh, man, my 30th birthday. Then 40 came. You're like, oh, yeah, well, my 30s were pretty cool, I think. I hope my 40s are good. 40s are, oh, you know, or whatever. 
But then 50 will be here before you know it. 60 will be here before you know it. All those milestones will be here before you know it. And that sucks my donkey balls. The end. Live for today. Yeah. Live for today, everybody. It is. Live for today. Live for today. Live for today. Live, Live for today. For today. Make it count. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. We hope you enjoyed that highlight from our show. Now, if you want to catch our show live every day, video and audio, patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Join us on our new adventure. Patreon.com slash Cavino and Rich. Again, there's two tiers. One where you could just listen. One where you could listen and watch what we do, plus some extras behind the velvet rope. Either way, we hope you join and we hope you enjoy it. Appreciate you listening. We're Cavino and Rich. Tell your friends. Cavino and Rich, best of the week.